Coach Godfrey joins us now on Matador's pregame, the Coach's Report, presented by Mid-Valley Dental. So, Coach, I've never been a huge Grateful Dead guy, but what a long, strange trip it's been for you and the Matadors since March 12th in Anaheim. Well, it's been a lot of uh, really interesting things happening. You know, we go back to the spring, and, you know, we all can remember, I think our team was playing, you know, probably as well or better than anybody in the league at that time. And then uh, for the Big West tournament to be canceled, that was really a huge disappointment for our players and us because we – you know, we thought we had a real chance to be in, in the NCAA tournament. And then, you know, after that, we went six months without uh, any face-to-face uh, interaction with our players. And that's, you know, obviously very unusual and strange. And, you know, we signed a couple of kids uh, that we watched film on and then got on Zoom calls. And, you know, the first time I shook their hand was when we, they came on campus for conditioning in September. So, you know, it was a, it's been a unique spring and summer. Um, but we got everybody back here now and we're in the gym practicing and, uh, campus, you know, is obviously, uh, not a lot of activity here other than our players, but, uh, we've been able to get in the gym. I think that's been great for, for them, for them help, for their health, you know, to get in and play and mentally, you know, get back in the gym. So even though it's been a difficult period, it's, uh, we're back to where I think, you know, hopefully some good things can happen for these guys. Now, you were at Alabama during Hurricane Katrina, so maybe that's close. But over the course of your career, you ever been through this kind of a situation with this pandemic? No, I've never experienced anything like this at all. I'm not sure that that any of us have. You know, usually with your team and your players, you know, the interaction that your staff every day, day in, day out, and getting to know your guys. And a lot of times, you know, people maybe underestimate how much um, you know, you do off the floor with your players and you build a bond with your players and your new players. And so we've had very little of that, um, you know, from March until really kind of the end of September. So, you know, I don't think a whole lot of us around the country have ever gone through anything like this at all. And uh, hopefully never will again. But, you know, we got to get out of this situation first. But um, it's certainly been unusual. Well, getting back to matters at hand, I know you're a big baseball fan. I know you're rooting for the Dodgers in October on their World Series win. So now you're kind of playing Billy Bean here from Moneyball. You're managing the replacement of a lot of firepower that you guys lost over the offseason. Well, being very honest, you know, we're, we're excited. I'm excited about the guys we have here. We did lose a lot, uh, especially you know the, the firepower offensively. That's hard to replace. And, and we're probably a year away. Uh, to being you know really competitive, to be very honest, but um, we really like our young guys a lot. We like the guys we've brought in. I think we've got some good young players, good young talent here. A couple of guys that were here in the past, like Darius Brown and Lance Coleman and Brendan Herrick and Festus played some last year. Those guys, they have to really you know take a major step forward. Um, and then the young kids, you know the the nice thing about this year is that. Um, it's kind of a free year for all these, these guys, you know, it's a year that doesn't count against their eligibility. The NCAA awarded, you know, everybody basically a free year. So we've got all these young kids. We're going to play and they're going to have fun playing and play hard. And- Coach, he's starting his third year in your program and he's been a mainstay for you the first two years. I'm expecting some big things from Darius Brown coming up this season. Well, Darius is the quarterback. There's no question. He's the heart and soul, I think, of the team. He's the glue that's got to keep everything together. Uh, He's got experience. He's played a lot of minutes. 
Um, and he's had a really nice kind of a fall camp here uh, where he's, I think he's a better player. He's improved, but um, you know, it'll be a different for him. You know, he had some, some guys he could, he could count on if you threw him the ball, you'll probably get a bucket here and there. And uh, that'll be a little different this year with a lot of younger players around. I don't think there's any doubt that TJ Stark, supremely talented player, played in the SEC, was a standout in the SEC when he was there. How has the offseason been for he and Darius in terms of learning how to play together? How well are they going to be able to complement each other? You know, it's it's a great question. I think they've gotten better. I think what they need now after you know a month of practice here is competition against somebody else because I think they are going to have a, a really nice chemistry between them. Um, you know, two really good guards. I've always believed that um, you know, guards are, are what you need to become a good team. You can have great inside players and, and you know, poor play at the at the guard and you're you're in trouble. Um so we've got two good guards. You know, TJ's an is an accomplished veteran kind of player. Darius has a lot of games under his belt. So, you know, as you go through the league, we would hope that those two guys can be as good as any backcourt in the uh, big west. I think we all saw flashes out of Lance Coleman last season. The issue with Lance sometimes was consistency, and then he had the injuries at the end of the season. He's in year two now. I firmly believe he can be an X factor in this offense. What was his offseason like? Well, I think he's done a nice job, and I think what happened with Lance last year, you know, it's obviously his first year from junior college, and a lot of times it takes it takes a player, you know, a little time to adjust coming out of junior college. But, uh, you know, he was a little bit overweight, to be honest. He's, he's lost a lot of weight in the, the spring and summer. He looks much better he's in much better physical condition probably dropped 15 20 pounds um he's shooting the ball really well and then you, you know to remember last year then he you know he got hurt there towards the end that really you know, he missed a, some key time uh, there as well so uh i think you're right he's kind of that x factor for us if he can give us some scoring and some primitive shooting and and be a really solid player there he really has a lot to our team you know, Festus Undemania and Brendan Herrick, they were both solid in their freshman year. They were kind of thrown into it. What's been their progress like from what you've seen? I'd imagine you have high expectations since I think towards the end of the year you really showed you believe in both of them because you had them in a lot of big games. Well, I really do. You know, Festus, uh, you know, has to be right now, you know, the, the kind of the, the in inside guy, the interior guy that could be the most consistent and most productive guy for us. He's got some games under his belt, and he's had a nice uh, fall as well. Brendan Herrick, you know, he's one of those guys because all that just uh, as a coach, you know, you're comfortable with him. He makes foul shots, he makes the right play, makes the right passes. You know, he does a lot of things that may not necessarily always show up in the uh, stat sheet, but I think he finds a way to help you win. So uh, those two guys, like you said, had good freshman years, and now they've you know, got a year under their belt. And, you know, the expectation is for those two guys to both take a big step forward. Well, let's do a little bit of bookkeeping here, Coach. Miles Brookins and Vontae Hendricks, what's the status on both? I know Miles' injury situation, Vontae, it's more of an eligibility issue. Well, I think with Miles, he's, uh, you know, he's still a couple weeks away from just kind of turning it loose. So we're going to be real cautious with him. We want him to be, you know, all the way healthy before, you know, we really throw him out there. He's practiced a little bit, but, uh, you know, I think the most important thing, especially in this year where this is kind of a unique, weird year, you know, you don't, we're going to do everything possible to make sure he's completely healthy. So we're probably a couple weeks away with Miles. Vontae uh, is in the process. We've, we've got some waivers in, uh, in play with the NCAA and, 
and we'll see at what point he can become eligible. We're hoping it's immediate. If not, it'll be at the end of the first semester, which will be mid-December. So we're, we're still waiting to find out. Now, obviously, I haven't been out to see you guys, but Alex uh, Merck Veladze, the freshman from Modesto Christian, Georgia national team, I know he's got some illegal, uh, some international experience as well as a high level of play in high school at Modesto Christian. You expect him to be able to step in and contribute right away? Well, I do. Um, he's a really nice player. He's a typical kind of a European guy that can step out and shoot the three really skilled. Um, passes it, handles it, shoots it a little bit, crafty around the basket. So we're excited about him. I think there's uh, two other freshmen probably that have pushed out there in front of everybody, and that would be Amond Anderson. Played at Losinger High School. He's had a really nice, you know, last month here in practice where he's getting better and better. And and then uh, uh, Fidelis inside, you know, he's L.A. City Player of the Year at uh, Drew High School. And um, I tell people about Fidelis, he, if he walks in the room and, and you said that guy over there starts for the – he's a linebacker uh, for the Rams, you'd just nod your head and you'd probably agree. He looks uh, like that. So those three freshmen, I think, combined uh, – you're going to get some uh, opportunities, maybe more than the other freshmen, but I could see those three guys uh, figuring into things pretty quickly here. Now, we talk about this all the time. You always want to win every game, so that's the ultimate goal, but obviously a little bit different tonight against Westmont. You're going to be evaluating some players. What are you looking to see in tonight's action? Well, you want to kind of see if uh, you know how well your players have picked up everything that you're teaching and defensive concepts and you know, every game you play will be a little bit different. Um, you know, we always tell our team, you know, you, you obviously you fear nobody, but you respect everybody. And uh, so, you know, we're not a, a lot, a whole lot sure what we're going to expect uh, against Westmont. They've got a new coach. I guess the assistant coach got promoted up. And, uh, but, you know, what you really want to see is if our players are learning and they're applying and they're, um, you know, putting into play the things we're teaching every day. I think that's the most important thing right now. That's head coach Mark Gottfried. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you. This has been the Mid-Valley Dental Coaches Report on the Matadors pregame. We're back with more Matadors basketball from the CSUN Sports Network presented to you by Dignity Health, Northridge Hospital.